0: we're back money talks talking about economics stock market all kind of fun things to discuss if you're a analyst geek like the three of us that are on here i'm uh, troy Harmon here with nick antonucci and jacob keen uh, i've been talking about the economy the strange goings-on We do have a few questions we'd like to answer. Let me throw out a number and a way you can get in touch with us. If you have questions, we'd love to hear them and answer them online uh, or on the air, rather. Uh, Our question hotline number is 1 855 429 9166. If you have a question, you can call in, leave a recorded question. We will play it on the air and answer the question right behind it. Uh, if you want personal help or you'd like to speak to a human, you can call us at 770-429-9166. And then uh, you can email us your questions at drgene@hensler.com. at That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, if you'd like to see some of the pre-canned answers that we have, you can go to our website, hensler.com, spelled in the same manner. And uh, get those there. So, uh, Jacob, going back and forth, it sounds like, you know, we might be chasing our tail. So let's uh, let's put a bow on it. Now, how do we act in a, in a market like this?
1: Right, right. Well, I, I guess overall, if you're asking about volatility, I, we're not seeing any sort of economic breakdown here. Um, that could change in the future. But for right now, stay the course. Uh, I agree. If you don't have any liquidity needs, definitely stay the course. If you do, make sure – you are taking care of that, getting right. the cash that you need. If you've got something right. inside ten years, try and stay diversified. Go ahead and rebalance this is a great opportunity to sure. see what everything's look like.
0: Yeah, those tech stocks that ran away with everything last year, up yeah. 38%. Uh, it would be a great time to take a little uh, off the top of those. You know, it might cause you a little bit of tax anguish, but uh, uh, long term, it's really the best way to do. Make yeah. sure that you follow your strategy and as you said liquidity and by that we mean known spending needs if you have those uh we never recommend that they be uh at risk in the market the market is generally a volatile place although we haven't seen a whole lot of it until just over the last couple of months so um well guys let's move on we got some questions here we got a listener question from uh Lloyd from Bl- uh, Brookhaven He says, uh, I'll admit it, I've been following Trump's issues with Amazon using USPS on Twitter uh, more than the news. I don't think it's bad that Amazon uses the U.S. Postal Service. Uh, Amazon's going to ship the cheapest method possible. It's business, right? Uh, He's just mad because another businessman, Bezos, got the better deal. So why is everyone so upset?
2: So you got an idea on that? Yeah, it appears Amazon's kind of like the target of the month for Donald Trump on Twitter comes out you know gets that stock moving to the downside obviously but the whole thing kind of as i read into it almost came full circle to me and, and it It's kind of laughable. So the the U.S. Postal Service can only charge what Congress allows, and they require uh, approval to push through any sorts of increases. At the same time, they're under pressure on, you know, to maintain certain post offices, so they can't just close down a post office because it's not profitable. Right. Um, You know, senators are going to push back on that. Got to have service. Exactly. So the Postal Accountability and Enhancement Act of 2006 requires that the Postal Service, which receives no tax, taxpayer subsidies to pre-fund its retirees' health benefits for 75 years into the future. This covers the health costs of employees not yet hired and, in a lot of cases, not even born yet. This is a $5 billion per year cost. Without this one obligation, the post office would actually turn a profit. Wow. So it's funny to me that one of the main reasons that it operates at a loss is the government's fault. It's 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 a government-mandated sure program that drives them into negative territory.
0: Right. Well, just in that one particular aspect. But the other one that you talked about is kind of a a restriction on the top line, the the amount of revenue that the Postal Service can actually charge. And I totally understand the the aspect there where, you know, there are certain uh, geographic locations that are not going to be as profitable no matter what. And in order to um, make it – Make it all work out. You can't run the price up on the poor. I'm sure, sure that's what it makes the,
1: perfect the, sense. Well,
0: the government officials are saying, but,
1: but what it are does seem like. What are the specifics? Like, what are the specifics of the Amazon deal? Because it seems, so it seems like I was reading. It was like a two dollar per parcel flat fee, and they were even doing deliveries on Sunday, in which they had to pay workers overtime. So right, he, like here's double
0: time, right?
2: Right. Here's the numbers that I do have. Package delivery was one of the Few bright spots in the most recent year-end for the U.S. Postal Service. Um, it rose 20. It, it accounted for 28% of revenue, and and that's about 19.5 billion dollars. Deals with private shippers like Amazon uh, accounted for five, uh, about seven billion of that 19.5 billion. Now the U.S. Postal Service does negotiate a discounted rate for services with Amazon, but it does this for all bulk shippers. So Amazon's not necessarily getting any sort of favorable treatment. And right. another thing is in that same uh, act that i mentioned earlier they cannot agree to any sort of contract that is not at least break even for the us postal service so for donald trump to come out and say that they're costing the, the us postal service money is technically not accurate they're not operating at a loss they're not losing money well the way on the that business. we've
0: heard this reported is the final mile is the most expensive and and bridging that gap the postal service has been the one operator at least you know the one that's most visible right. who's been willing to go ahead and and uh, make bridge that gap you don't see a lot of uh like UPS or some of those guys while they do deliver packages to your door uh UPS uh is is a competitor at this point of the US postal sure. service so if uh if in fact that is something that Mr Bezos has identified as Uh, something that he can benefit from that uh, the postal service will do it cheaper than UPS or FedEx, then why the world would you fault him for doing that? I think really if there is a problem and uh, Donald Trump is in charge, then fix it.
2: Well, so I want to, I want to touch on two more things real quick. And one of them kind of goes towards him needing to fix the issue. First off, uh, now, for bulk services, the postal service is charging below market rate. It says the average parcel ships for $1.46 below market rate, and that's not just to the Amazon. They don't break down the individual uh, bulk shippers, but overall, uh, they're shipping for below market rate. So, a change needs to be made there. But you're you, saying you guys market love this. rate.
0: So, how does how does that? I, I would assume hard
2: that they're, to they're going to. I, I would think so, but I don't know if you're comparing to. Uh, the likes of uh, UPS and FedEx. Some of the other shows Right, but you guys will love this part. The U.S. Postal Service seems to have some organizational issues as well. It's led by a postmaster general and a deputy who are selected by a bipartisan board of nine governors. These nine governors are chosen by the president and confirmed by the Senate. Right now, all nine seats are empty. All nine seats are empty and okay. have been since 2015. In fact, the last time the board actually had uh, nine members uh, at all was 2010. So it's it's like this committee's just been pushed to the side and forgotten about. So how are you going to come out here and attack Amazon?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, when your
2: organization when your governing is body. not organized, exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: That's that's a. Uh, it is it is uh it is March. Well, it's April now. It is it is April now. So it sounds like time for Trump to draft a fantasy baseball team. You said nine members, right? <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> figure out who figure out who the stud pitcher is right. going to be.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it it wouldn't take a whole lot. It doesn't seem to. Uh, uh focus on the true problem and not attack industry i mean you know whether you like trump or not i think sometimes his um, his methods are uh are a bit askew and the fact that you have to do this on twitter yeah. come on guys yeah really anyway Very
2: it's childish. entertaining
1: it uh, is, uh, i mean it's entertaining I'll- i mean
2: wh- <laughs> while while we're on we don't have a lot of time not left too. but while we're on the topic of trump and his social media i mean why not just address the other the other one from this week Uh, social social media media. media related related. stories Um, on april fool's day elon musk came out and and tweeted uh, an april fool's joke it says uh, tesla goes bankrupt palo alto california april 1st 2018 despite intense efforts to raise money including a last ditch uh, mass sale of easter eggs we are sad to report that tesla has gone completely and totally bankrupt so bankrupt you can't believe it wow and he's catching all kind of well, he had the pictures
0: now. on his on his Twitter. Right. He was tweeting out with him with a car behind him and yeah. all these other things. Yeah, they're, they're Model Three. Is that that's the one that they've been trying? Production to get. issues. Yeah, yeah they've they had production issues. They've had funding issues. What they go through about a billion dollars a month is what it's been reported. It's so you they, have analysts
2: coming out and saying you, you shouldn't can, tweet like that when we actually do have concerns uh, exactly. with your cash position yeah. needing to raise.
0: Don't make a mockery of your your serious business. Right, I, you know it's it's kind of. Elon Musk in a nutshell. Well, the big
1: the big problem they had is they took on all that debt from uh
2: Uh, from Solar City yeah
1: Solar City and I'm looking at Solar City bonds and they're trading at 85 cents on the dollar and that's what everyone's concerned about
0: right yeah so the the debt backing them is a little bit questionable now you have a CEO that's coming on all right guys next week what are we saying market up or down quick
1: up up
0: how about that three ups take care you're listening to Money Talks we'll catch you next week.